Hello. 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 Hello to a mouse by who's, Robert Burns. Who, who's this? Oh, new phone. New phone. Uh, this, who this? It's me, your home inspector. <laughs> I've come to inspect your home. Blah. How is your flooded uh, flooding situation? Oh, you know, thank you for asking. You're um, welcome. I know, I know it must be in the news because my mom contacted me. <laughs> Dear God, what kind of ceremony would you want? Oh, my God. Um, no, we're fine. <laughs> uh, my mom, I know she doesn't listen anymore. My family anymore already to- knows I would like to be torn apart by wild dogs while a competent junior high band plays car parts by the long winners. Well, there you go. That's my death plan. My mom uh, had me come over to her apartment the other day to show me the new box that she purchased. Ooh. It's one of these boxes. Mama's got a brand new box. <laughs> it's one of these boxes that's like a large square file box that is black and has locks on it, combo locks on it. Okay. Oh, and is it like a safe type thing? I mean, <clears throat> you could no, get I mean, through for this. For OPSEC reasons, you might not want to say. But. Yeah, I mean, you could use a paperclip to break into this, but yes. Lockpicking lawyer would have a heck of a time with that He one. would love that. I'm sure he's done this, but it has one of those telescoping telescopic uh, handles on it like you would get on a on a on a wheelie suitcase yeah and the idea is that she can wheel it around if she needs to but she says when i come over she says, i want to show you something i said all right and we walk into the other room and she says this i want to show you this i said oh what what's that she says well this is where all of my papers are uh so that when i'm dead you'll know where everything is it's all going to be in here in one place i'm like oh good she's like yeah so when i'm dead you can just you just open this up Mm -hmm. okay mom thanks Thanks, I know. Mom. I, I hate that conversation. It's like there's it's certain kinds of well, I mean, for a variety of reasons. I hate that conversation. First of all, it's boring. Right? Yeah, it's so boring. It's like, oh my god, please, can I have a tour of your desk and where you put papers? Oh, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I don't. I don't have a plan. I'm afraid anything I say will be played, you know, at my memorial service. You know, anything I say, it's going to be very ironic. And then people love, you know, ironic things. And you could do like a greatest hits, what Andy Bay calls greatest a, a greatest hits, oh, of, hits, of, hits. Of, of Merlin's ironic uh, remarks about death. See, I've already said too much. How are you doing, Dan? It's oh, to flood, flood, fine. Yeah, the flood. Um, as I'll tell you what I told my mom. Thank you for asking. Which is that, for whatever reason, San Francisco, the actual city slash county of San Francisco, tends to get less of the big weather than other Bay Area places. So, like in Santa Cruz, where my lady friend uh, attended college, it's a mess right now. You know, there's a lot of hippies down there, so the water really accumulates. Yeah, your um, your buddy uh, Scott Simpson was saying earlier that he has a um, a small lake in his. Backyard. Really? Did he say that on the Twitter? No, he said he said it actually during a, a conference call. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, that you, that's your Twitter now. As you talk to Scott. Oh, that's talk weird. To Scott, yeah. It must be so strange. It's so weird. It's so weird when he's in like business guy mode. It's so he's so different. He's very, he's very um, grown up. He's an adult. He has a shirt on. Adult. He has a beard. He's got a shirt. Yep, yep, yep. Still, he's still doing the beard. Um, you know, we got to find what works Do you have for any him. amphibious rodents swimming in your. Amphibious rodents. I don't know. No, no. I got a lot going on today with de-rusting. So I can, I can smell both ammonia and vinegar. <laughs> and I haven't put the actual de-rusting sauce on yet, okay. but uh, I'm doing some rust removal. I'm doing some dremeling, a lot of organization, uh, projects, 
you know that kind of thing. But no, we're good. We um we're we're gonna adopt a uh, adopt a <laughs> we're going to adopt a sewer. No, what we're going to adopt is the, the little drainy thing. And yeah. What you can do is you can adopt those because those get real gummed up, you know, because the water goes there and the water carries along whatever else is there. Mm. So all the detritus of the streets of San Francisco, you know, gets stuck in there. Yeah. So you got to keep those clear. Otherwise, you get more uh, more flooding. But then, you know, you're not here to hear about my social obligations. No, definitely not. It's Tuesday. It's the optimistic day. I I prepared for the topic that you didn't ask for, but mm-hmm. I've got preparations for that. You want to talk about? Uh, I think you want to talk about maybe iPad keyboards. That's but a if thing. You want, yeah, it's a thing. If you want to take, uh, I do have Merlin's Merlin's um, um, not hot take. <laughs> what What's funny to you? I was hoping you were going to say <laughs> Merlin's. You know, top picks for twenty twenty two. I could do that. <laughs> looking back, looking forward. Looking I would forward, happen- look ahead, never look I back. I would happily do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I love stuff like that. I would start with those compost bags. I don't want to sound like a shill for big bag, but it's really it's changed our life. <laughs> I have you know, yet, I'm glad to hear this. this I have yet to meet the load that cannot be accommodated by these goddamn compost bags. And I know what's going to happen, so save it. Don't email me. What's going to happen is somebody is going to go, well, you know, actually... Actually, those contain, you know, an, an microplastics that don't degrade, and that's why they're good. And you know, but the thing is, it's already all such a donkey drill, Dan. All of this, you know, this. You listen to Planet Money. You know about the whole the whole jam up where they give you all these different cans, and it's like duff lighted, like it all goes into the same garbage. They don't recycle anymore. I mean, they recycle some. All those cardboard boxes you dutifully break down and pack up, they're mm-hmm. sitting in a pile right now, waiting until they can figure out what to do with them. China doesn't want Just your boxes. Just like all that nuclear waste that they can't figure out what to do with in that mountain. Oh, well, I mean, that's why you get a mountain. I mean, I told them, I, I told them just burn it. Burn the waste. Yeah. I, what do you I do honestly, with something you, honestly, if you spend any time in Florida, you know. Yeah. What do you do with something you don't want anymore? You burn it. You burn it. That mm-hmm. that could be a it could be a relationship, any terminal degree. Could yeah. be a car, a relationship, a friend, I'm whatever contact- it is. I'm being contacted um, w- wonderfully. Being contacted by by a handful of friends because of something that's happening in Florida right now. Uh oh. What um, is it? Do you can well, share you know, they got that governor down there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that guy. And he's he's making a <laughs> he's making a bit of a he, mess. He of and right uh, now. our governor here in Texas are oh, are bros. I mean, these guys are along. pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing <laughs> the thing about the DeSantis fella, you know, I I read a piece in Deedly D. Uh, I forget where. I'll, I can maybe uh, Tippy Toe Lemon Tree. I'll try to find it for notes. But a wonderful, wonderful, sad piece. Talking to this is two, a week or two ago. Talking to a professor who like does like race relationships is his area of focus, you mm-hmm. know, in his scholarship and his teaching. And like he has unilaterally dropped some of his classes because he might have been breaking the law and could get arrested. Oh no. Yes, yes, but anyway, the news. And I, I, I don't have anything to say about this. I don't read the trades. It bums me out. I don't have anything to add to this. But uh, governor, the governor of Florida, uh, has put some dinglings on the board of trustees of uh, New College, where I went to college. Oh, you're you're alma mater or mater, alma mater? Yep, yep. I, I actually, I, uh, I was on that August board for a couple of years after I graduated. And, um, yeah, anyway, he just wants to make everything real stupid. And it's not even just, like, you know, anti-woke. He's, like, the anti-woke guy. He loves saying woke, 
He keeps trying to make woke happen. Mm. But like, it's mainly just that like, like so many things, when you swing a dead cat around, you're going to knock some things off the shelves. Yeah. Mainly you hate the cat, but you're, you're, you will cause some damage. And as we saw over the past, I'll check, check notes, six years, there's ways that you could be real stupid and there a little ambitious. There are ways, dude. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, I can get you a toe. Just enjoy my coffee. The anyways, uh, anyway, that's going on. That's Florida. Ugh. I'm glad about your mom's box. Congratulations. <laughs> Tell her I said hi. I know I will. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like sometimes maybe I've watched way. I know I've watched way too much lockpicking lawyer. A wonderful YouTube channel I can recommend. It's a guy who's a lawyer and he picks locks and he's ridiculously good at it. Yes, it's on video and yes, who knows how many takes he did, but he but he's very very good. His 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 talks that he does are really good too. I've seen a couple of those. But um, but you know I always feel this concern of like. I, I don't know. I was trying to explain. John Syracuse might call this security by obscurity. But for example, like if you saw three car identical cardboard boxes and one of them was wrapped up in heavy chains and had a big lock on it and said, uh, you know, precious stuff don't steal, like you have a pretty good idea where to start looking for things that you could steal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. My concern with something like a strong box that's not that strong is that while providing a minimal amount of resistance mm -hmm. to a determined passer of tress, it um it also does make it pretty simple to go like, well, if I just grab this and and it is already on wheels, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, not? so you can get those things like you can buy something that looks like a pair of uh, dirty underpants with a skid mark in it. <laughs> Have you seen those? No. Oh, this is awesome. Well, you see, okay, for is example. Is it awesome? Here's the thing. Let me let me take a step back. You've seen the Sky Mall type things where it's like, it looks like Barbasol, like, like in Jurassic Park. It looks like Barbasol shaving cream, but it's actually, it's got a secret bottom and you can put your weed in there. I do like a whatever. secret bottom. So the, the thing is you can get these dirty underpants with a skid mark in them and you leave them on the floor. That's horrible of your accommodations and, and then you put your weed or your money in, in the underpants. Because oh, here's the thing. Now, some, nobody wants the, those dirty underpants. And you'd have to be a very determined passer of trust to want to go through some skid marks in order to find weed or, or, or currencies. So, you know, sometimes you want to make it look like a thing that it's not. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Dan. I mm -hmm. tell, her, tell your mom we said hi. Oh, well. um, and so here we are again. It's, it's Tuesday. It's the optimistic day. It's, it's still a relatively new year. Everything is catching on fire. I'm I'm de 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 rusting a lot of things. I have projects. I'm dremeling. I got a new thing for my Dremel that, that turns it into like a tabletop thing. It's pretty cool. Very into the Dremel right now for absolutely no reason other the than like, Dremels are great. Are you kidding? I like using the Dremel. I like using the Dremel. I, I've got polishing. I've got sanding. I've got a lot of things. Anyways, Dan, what's going on in your neck of the woods? What are you excited about this week? You tell me. I'll follow your lead. Hmm. No, this, mm. That's a lot of pressure. I mean, how do I follow? I don't up think. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, you want to start with uh, iPad keyboard? Yeah, we can start with that. I mean, uh, that's a thing. We that's just a we, thing. we've been doing this show for a real long time, Dan, <laughs> yeah, wow. and we're like we're like a married couple where mm. we have to discover who the secret bottom is. We're secret bottoms, if I'm being honest. I you got you got to do what works for you. <laughs> I was sitting here. I'm looking at this uh, this iPad sitting here, and I went and I I, met, I was actually met with a friend the other day. And they had a same iPad I have, the Pro, the 11 one. And they had this, one of those 
you know, keyboard uh, holder things that they don't ask me to identify it, it by the name because no, the, the names, names are, of these things are bananas. And but so yeah, I was ma- looking, the magic I was, keyboard for yeah. an iPad. And that means it's got the keyboard and it's, it's got, got a hinge. It's got the hinge. It's pretty yeah. cool. And it's got, uh, importantly, the thing that makes it different from the other thing with almost the same name is that it's got a little mousing area, a little uh, right. touchpad. Yes. And so she's using this thing. And I said, oh, you're using one of these now? And she's like, yeah. You know, she's like, it's, uh, this is easier than bringing my laptop around. And I said, well, why do you use this one and not a such and such other kind of keyboard? And she's like, this one just, it felt nice. It's just nice. So then I asked my buddy over at um, Uncrate. And I asked him, I said, what, what are you using? He says, oh, I use, I use um, a MacBook Pro 14-inch, so I don't even have, I'm not an iPad person. He says, but my daughter loves the Logitech combo mm. folio thing, which has the keyboard that can detach and it just becomes a case and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I figured, you know, who's the iPad guy? Like, who's the guy that people yep. on the internet turn to? And One um, name keeps that, coming up over and over. That was you. Um, I got a, I got a pretty easy take on this for just for myself. Well, first of all, like the, um, I do feel like the first time or you know, if, if you're used to using an iPad as a thing that you hold in your hands uh, and then you attach a keyboard and mouse to it, it's pretty wild. It's like, I'm more than like, for example, I knew that I'd started using a touch device more than a Mac. The first time that I tried to touch the menu bar Mm-hmm. On my or like you know, the top of the window. First time I tried to touch touch the top of a window on my Mac to like go to the top. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's kind of uh, don't touch my screen first right. of all, but also uh, my display, as you say. Mm. But also, I mean, it's a funny thing. We're like, I have found that when I very first started using, when they first started having cursor control, basically uh, on an iPad, I I there are ways in which you kind of forget for a lot of kinds of tasks. You kind of forget you're using an iPad. If you're typing, like for example, and I, again, you, you've, you've just, with your anecdote, you've already made the biggest point I can make, which is it depends. It depends on what you're using it for. It depends on what you're willing to give up. It depends on, you know, the truth is like for me, like having an iPad where I also carry around a pointing device and a keyboard is not that much of a bargain. Why would I not? If you've got, a laptop, why wouldn't you just use it? But again, everybody's different. Some people really like managing Windows on an iPad. I find it inscrutable. But here's my short shake on this. Is first of all, it can be really miraculous. And if you're in a situation where you, if you're like me and you would always prefer to use a Mac in most cases, like, you know, you can get by just fine. If you're typing into notes and looking at Safari, like, I think you'll mostly, you can mostly be fine. Here's my biggest thing, and this is very editorial. This is just my opinion. But the, for reasons that will become obvious, having a Magic Keyboard on the 11-inch iPad Pro versus having a Magic Keyboard on the larger iPad Pro, a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where if I'm using the keyboard, and I have, I'm, I'm a weirdo, I have them for both my iPads, the smaller one and the larger one. Um, the larger one... I mean, if you're using the keyboard, the Magic Keyboard with a larger iPad, it's pretty great because, you know, you always hear that phrase like full-size keyboard. It's like, mm, yeah, but with asterisks. <laughs> but I mean, it really is fine. It's it, it will not replace a laptop in one important way, which is like it feels really terrible to use in your literal lap. I mean, it's it's 
understandably, the balance issues of even with that cool hinge and everything, mm -hmm. the balance issues are a little bit rough. So if it's literally if you're on the couch, it may not be as fun, but can totally work in a pinch. My biggest takeaway is this. The Magic Keyboard, I think it's much more effective and fun on a big iPad. On a smaller iPad, your mileage may vary. I would try it out mm. before you get it for an 11-inch because that's a lot of money um, for what may not be a very a very good experience for you. Mm -hmm. I think you already kind of know the answer to this, which is if you've got a laptop, you, you in particular probably want to use the laptop. Yeah, I do. I generally do. And there are, but I find that, you know, like it's, it's, it's one of those things that whenever I try to focus on doing things that I don't like to do, an example of this would be anything to do with email mm -hmm. that if I, if I can do it in a, in the most distraction-free kind of way possible, I'm more likely to do it. And I mm. I know I know Merlin that everyone listening to this know, thinks of me as like a the 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 best email person in the world. Like I know that I know mm -hmm. that, but I, I mean not to well, disappoint I mean, you people. Just, you just you ooze a certain kind of gentle humanity that yeah. I think would be reflected in the way that you. I do agree email. with you. You probably wouldn't send like super terse like like. Not even a full sentence emails to people. You wouldn't do something like that. No, you would say something not. like "works fine for me." I mean, I would do that if I was on a computer. But if I was on an oh. iPad, I would. It would be like haiku. It would You're be more loquacious. It would be haiku. I love that. Gorgeous. You know, what you I'm should saying? look into different form types. I think no there's a lot of wasted. Stretch, stretch your legs. Maybe you should start responding to Scott Simpson only in limericks. <laughs> There once, let's see, there, there no, once I like, was I like a man. That. Oh, see, but now I got to work on my rhymes. I'm like, uh, I, yeah, I, I'd have to figure out. Would you say you have out. to bust a rhyme? I, I think so. Yes, I think yeah. I would. Um, okay. There once was a Scott who was weird. Um, <laughs> there once was a Scott who was weird. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, much like a sheep that's been sheared, Ooh. except that his growth has been objectionable to both. Are you sure you want to go with that beard? Whoa. Did you just do that? Like freestyle? Mm-hmm. Wow. You want to do another one? You can give me another one, another topic. You can even give me... An well, form types are tough. Like, I, I would accept another limerick. Is there anything else you'd like to hear a limerick about? And would you like to be clean or dirty? I mean, that blew me away. I don't know. I Keep Yes, going. I want a lyric about everything. Okay. Okay. Limerick about like... Um, oh, how about about time boxing? Yes. Yes. Gosh, okay. that's a difficult one. <laughs> Okay. Um, 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 there once was a gal who's a fox. She tried to put time in a box, but try as she may, she never could slay because she was always looking at clocks. <laughs> This is genius. You really didn't prepare this. This isn't prepared. I mean, there's the a fact, there's a fact about me that not a lot of people outside Tallahassee, Florida know. <laughs> which is? Comma. Which is that after bacon ray practice on Sunday nights, I would go to my friend Don's bar, Don Q. Hi, Don. I would go to Don's bar called Waterworks, which was my bar, and I would wear a gorilla suit and call up bingo numbers. And um, the name of the, the, the theme night was Jungo. And, and in the backstory, I don't know if I ever told you this, Jungo was supposed to be a gorilla who had escaped from a zoo in Wakulla County and was having trouble integrating into human society just because he was, he was also an insult comic, an aspiring insult comic. Mm. 
And so I'd, I would have I had some drinks at, at band practice, and then I would, a couple drinks, and then I would go to um, a bar, and I'd wear a gorilla suit, and I would call out bingo numbers. And at the end of the night, my personal favorite part, part, of, the, part of the night is that uh, 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 my friend Jason, who was also in the band, Jason was the DJ, and Jason Emmett would, would play this one Dr. Octagon 12-inch, which is an instrumental, and based on suggestions from the audience, I would make up a rap on the spot and, and do it in, in a gorilla suit. <laughs> because um, there are some people you take somebody like a Joe Steele you get people out there who can't stop making puns yeah, and everybody hates it yeah. I'm kind of like that with things like rhymes I got a rhyme zone in my head it'll be there till I'm dead <laughs> when my body's torn apart body's torn apart by dogs in the cool San Francisco fog I got nothing for the fifth line. I'm still, I'm very impressed by all Thank this. Thank you very much. Mm. I do what I can. Yeah. You know, the thing you is... need is like a little beat. You just get, you know, grab like a little coin or something and tap a little beat out, you know, and rap yep, to yep, it. Yep, 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 yep. I could do a mouth rap. Um, to all the secret bottoms out there, you know, keep it real. You do you. Yeah. Um, and so that's my thought on that. I think two ninety nine is a lot of money it's for this. It's a lot. It's a lot. It That's really a is a lot of money. It's like there's so much stuff that I get just on a flyer. Mm. And I have a sense in my head of like, mm, how crazy is this to do? And if it's all the way down to like, oh, I should get another studio display. Probably not. That's a little bit costly. But whereas I'll say like, oh, I'll try this weird no-name brand thing that's $10. Two ninety nine is for an iPad keyboard is, is well in the range of like, you really should go try this before you drop the dough. Yeah. And I, I completely agree. Mm -hmm. I think that's makes sense. Yeah. And, and maybe just kind of just slightly adjacent to that. I want to continue to say how much I love universal control. I, I mean, like I, I've said this before, but you know, and, and I think this is slightly apropos of the keyboard part, because one reason I feel like I don't quote unquote need that keyboard is that, so I'm sitting in front of me, I've got this, I got the, I got my Mac here at my desk. I got a display over here on my left. I've got an old laptop, an old MacBook uh, cheap here on the left. And then on the right, I've got an iPad. And I love that I can just move my mouse, use the mouse and keyboard on all three of those. Just in the same way. I mean, if you've never done this, think about the times when you had two displays and you could seamlessly move your cursor between two displays and it never even occurred to you that you had two displays except that you had two displays, right? right. It's that easy most of the time with universal control. It's pretty reliable. Sometimes it needs a little kick in the pants to make it like redo, but like I find that so powerful. So a lot of stuff that I would wish I had a keyboard for on the iPad, mm -hmm. I'm using my keyboard on my Mac. Do people know, people know about universal control, right? We're not, people know what that Why is, Why don't right? you just really quickly tell them what Well, I think is. one of the most interesting areas where Apple has done some very interesting stuff, and I, I, I don't have a way of knowing if this is unique to Apple, I suspect it's not, but is an area of, um, what do you call it, continuity, handoff. Like for a while, something I find so useful is that, like if there's Macs and iPads and uh, iPhones in proximity to each other and all on the same network, is asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. When you copy something on your phone, you can paste it on your Mac and it'll just do that for you. You copy it from your iPad, paste it onto your laptop. That, that The continuity thing, this also then gets into stuff like um, whatever the thing is where you can send stuff, airdrop, airdrop, Air yeah. right? Proximity stuff like that, very cool. Um, and now the sort of, I don't know if these are considered the same product line, but along those lines, I consider these all things that are very valuable because 
is this is kind of network effect where like as, if you have more devices, this stuff becomes really instrumental in how you work and all that stuff working together. You know, to know that to know with confidence a no look app where I can like copy here and paste there. That's great. So now an extension of that, at least in my mind, is universal control, which is something that was, I believe, announced and demoed at Bob Bob back in June, where, where uh, Craig sat down and used it. And the idea is, if you've got, again, asterisk, asterisk, but the long story short, if you've got Apple devices, I would say, it's, it's, I think it's Macs and iPads. It doesn't include iPhones. But if they know about each other, they're near each other, you can use, it's almost like you've got a, what's called a KVM? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's that, a keyboard, what does that stand for? What is yeah. K, K? What does KVM stand for? Well, like a KVM was an old timey way, usually in the, in the used to be in the Linux world of like making it easy Keyboard, to share video mouse. Yeah, where you could yeah exactly where like the idea is you can share usually with a, by a switch a physical switch often or a software switch later you could say well I'm using this keyboard here but like over there I can see this monitor I want to be using that this does that but it's on a magic. So, and, and it is a little bit magical. So like I'm on my Mac and like right now my iPad is off. If I turn on that iPad and, you know, uh, authenticate, like now my cursor can move right and it will, I will see the cursor appear on the iPad screen. And once you're focal and you, you do have to like click and let it know that you're using it now. Like when you click is when then the keyboard will work. So anything that I could do, command tab through open apps or through apps on iPad, that'll right. work. And it works with, at this point, I believe, up to three devices. And I think it's, I think it's really terrific. And it has, I think all those things I just talked about, sharing a clipboard, um, being able to airdrop something to yourself or to somebody else, all that stuff, um, I, I found it really useful. And I think it was a great direction for Apple to go. And I, I applaud them for it. You, you don't have much use of that, though, right? You're mainly on a laptop doing laptop things, yes? I mean, I do I do a laptop, and then I have a desktop computer, and um, and the desktop computer has, as you would say, a display connected to it permanently. <clears throat> so that's kind of it. I mean, I don't, you know... I, I mean, look, it'll be handy sometimes. And, well, there's one more piece to the magic that I, I can't begin to explain or let alone understand, uh, which is that... Like kind of knows there's a mm -hmm. sense of proximity to where something is, and so it knows somehow that that iPad is over on the right. You can always change this. You can go into display, and same way you would arrange windows under arrange windows. Mm -hmm. um, but it's pretty neat. Like it remembers, like oh, you're this thing's over here, this thing's over there, which seems like table stakes for this kind of thing. But if you think about it, that's really clever that you intuitively know where something should go. And the, the craziest thing that does happen is like, for example, if I'm at home on my laptop and I have my iPad, like say I'm tracking like a delivery, dinner delivery order mm -hmm. over here, sometimes I'll accidentally go past the side of the screen and lose my cursor and I'm like, ah, ah, what happened? <laughs> right. And it's because it thinks I want to use the iPad over there. And then you can just turn off the iPad and it you know comes right back. But um, I... I think it's great stuff. I mean, I really like Macs. You know, that's the thing. I, I love other things, but uh, final thing on this, which is not about this. You know, for the longest time, I was using, when I was at home, where I don't have a desktop, I would use an old, you know what I was using? The Marco-approved 2015 MacBook Pro, the one the, before the Magic Butterfly Keyboard, sorry, before the Butterfly Keyboard screwed everything up. It was the like the last good, you know, no touch 
yeah. bar yeah, yeah. Mac, the 2015. I bought one of those like after it was kind of dead, but I loved it. I would use that a lot. And then at a certain point, I got an iPad Pro and I started using that more at home. And that was like my go-to for doing stuff at home. But the thing is, then I got, this is all over a course of years. This was not like in the same month. But now I've got a whatever, M1 MacBook yeah. Pro. Yeah. And I will use that over just about anything. I really love it. I love that it's got ports. I just got some new, um, something I, I, I hoped exist and now does exist, which is a USB thumb drive that can go with either USB-A or USB-C. It's got a little flippy. Oh, that's handy. You need to have yeah. that now. And my the MacBook uh, Pro has three, um, you know, uh, USB-C slash lightning ports on it. Nice. And... I love it. So, but it is funny. Like now I, I, I very much, I really, all the things being equal, I will tend to want to use a Mac and I, I hope they keep making good Macs. That's all I have to say about that. Do you feel like maybe they're not going to? No. I mean, I think they've got to, I mean, the most obvious thing, obvious to you and obvious to a lot of our listeners is, well, a Mac is for now, like the place that you make apps for the, the app store whether that's for iOS or Mac or whatever, mm -hmm. you can't just virtualize a Unix setup and start... No, you need Xcode, and Xcode runs on a Mac. So if they want to keep having an app store, which I hope they do, um, they're going to have to keep making Macs. And, and honestly, like I, I join all the people who are happy to see Apple reversing some of the silliness that we've had over the last six or seven years, and... I think their their Macs are are really good. I got I got the fancy studio one when I you know needed a new Mac for the office, mm -hmm. and the M1 stuff all seems real good. You know, it's just it's all real good, and all, and it all still feels pretty speedy. You don't get too many bounces uh, when you when you launch an app. It's 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 pretty amazing. But then sometimes you got to watch for them runaway. I had a runaway process today. I had to take care of. You know that you may you mentioned an interesting point because it used to be. Bounces was actually like a number, uh, a metric that you would use. Well, it only took me, it takes me three bounces. Well, you lose so your mind when you get to the point where you click whatever, I don't know, not picking on Word, but whatever. You launch something and you see it bounce like six or eight times. Right. You're like, what is going because on? Because the bounce is just, as I understand it, it's just showing you, hey, I know you clicked on me and now I'm doing what I need to do to get this app loaded and let you work in it. And uh, please correct me here. That used to be um other things being equal usually a ram thing right i think i think it was a big part of it yeah Pro processor stuff sure but also ram where it was like if you've got a bunch of apps running and what's it gonna have to do swaps and stuff like that it's gotta yeah. do something to with vm to anyway blah blah uh but yeah <laughs> that used to be you know you're ready for a new mac when you see too many bounces and you're like Ugh. that's right and you know it really does represent a huge shift i think in and i think in a lot of ways, the iPhone is responsible for this. Um, but Apple in general, just not really talking, like they talk about the M1 and the M2. But in the PC world, it was always a deep discussion of which, which processor you have and what mm -hmm. it can do and how fast it is. And all the, Apple all the kind of moved All the away numbers from that. and uh, sort of like the things that we scroll down to the part of the page on a given site where it says specifications. Yes. Or compare where yes. you want to say, well, you know, if, if you're doing something with like, I think a pretty good example is Synology's, something I have some experience with, which is like, it's really difficult to know which Synology to get. And even if you click compare and say, you know, highlight differences, there may be something lurking 
in those comparisons, that's not obvious. Mm -hmm. But with Apple, it's been years since they really made a big deal of how much RAM is in something. I mean, they don't publicly say that. No. Usually it's iFixit is the one that tells you how much RAM is in something. Yeah, like. I mean, they, they obviously need to say it with their Macs, but that's it and nothing else. You don't really need to know it's storage. They talk about storage, but how much actual like RAM that it uses, they don't mm -hmm. talk about that. Yeah. And you know, when you think about it, the, oh, this took this many bounces to launch this app. Now, I mean, if you're using a modern Mac, it's not really how long does something take to launch anymore. It's like, how long does it take to render 8K video? You know, how mm -hmm. long would it take to render a 30-minute 8K video movie? Like, that's where mm -hmm. the CPU and the performance really, really comes into it. Or I suppose if you're a developer, how long does it take to compile my app? That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I can tell a big difference, personally, between my laptop, which is a 13-inch uh, M1, and I can tell a big difference between that and the Mac Mini that I use. And the Mac Mini is also an M1, but I've got double the RAM in it. Mm -hmm. uh, 16 yeah. gigs in the Mac Mini, 8 but, in the laptop. But unless, like, uh, Huge uh, difference. Uh, absolutely. Well, I the, the place, there's exactly one place where I can absolutely see the difference, and it's a little bit of an edge case, which is when I'm doing stuff in um, stable diffusion, which is you know, the AI thing where it's downloaded this giant model and it's making AI images based on text input, et cetera. Y'all probably played with this. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, for like reasons that I guess should be obvious to anybody who knows more than me about tech, this Mac Studio is a lot faster than any laptop. Well, that seems obvious, right? Well, it would be. It's got a lot more everything in it. But I think the part that's a little confusing is if we go back to the old PC style, style standards, it kind of feels like, it, all, it often felt like apples and apples. Because you'd say, this has this much RAM. It's got, is this a 7200 or a 5400 disk that you've got in here? Right? There's all in, you know, RAM, obviously a huge one. But I, I think it's difficult sometimes to know how you'll feel that difference when you're using it. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not understand the two different kinds of cores. Right? Is because there's like... Efficiency cores and like, and I don't understand like how it knows or how many CPUs it can. We see this to this day where like the way that we talk about this stuff, if you've got something that's got like so many CPUs in it, well, can you, is that really even apples to apples anymore when we compare them? And then on top of it all, there's this stuff with what I can only call the secret sauce mm -hmm. of Apple stuff where like I, I don't understand. I don't, I kind of know and don't really understand why it is that M1, the M1 and post M1 Max are feel so much faster. I think it has something to do with almost every part, including what we used to call the bus. Mm -hmm. Like, I think everything moves faster. It it's not just that you've got the raw power of, I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing to have a big engine. It's another thing to have a lot of torque. Well, and you know, this is a thing that I think gamers who are building their custom machines would definitely be able to associate with and understand because like one of the things like RAM, like people think of RAM, it's like, oh, I got 16 gigs of RAM. Okay, what speed is the RAM? Like speed, RAM, that doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. because a lot of- is it of like the SMC? Is it like the fancy RAM? Is yeah, it the, I mean, yeah. what what's weird is to think about it is that like you might have, your computer might have a CPU that's really fast, but it has to wait to get data from the hard drive yeah, or wait to get exactly. data in and out that, of RAM. The bus, the part, what I'm, what I'm just idiotically calling the bus. Calling the no, bus. it's not. It, you're the right to call the, it that. The thing that shuttles all that stuff around, I mean, you could be, there's all kinds of ways that you could be constrained by parts of that you don't see. I just think it's, it's more difficult than it used to be to just put things next to each other and go, well, I mean, I'll 
give the dumb guy example, well, heck, this Dell PC is eighty dollars, right, and has you know, a hundred, uh, like a whatever, uh, some arbitrary number, 60, 64 gigs of RAM. Oh my God, look at this! This Mac costs all of this, and it's got thirty two gigs or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, but like, RAM for what? Like the way that it, you're going to be constrained in another way, probably. I don't know. I just I like computers. I kind of hate computers, but I do like what they can do. Well, they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, why don't you tell me about something you like, and then perhaps we could talk a little bit about... Oh, my God. I was totally not ready for you to... Oh, I, I can do it. You want me to do it? I, you I do, do it, it until, I get, until I get there. Is it Squarespace, right? Uh, hold on, Mom. I've got to get there. Oh, I think I checked. I think it oh, is. my gosh. Look at this. It's all new. It's all new. Yeah, Squarespace. It is, it is Squarespace. This episode of Back to Work is brought to you, uh, brought to you by Squarespace. You can Ooh. learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash it's your show. Because Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you... Oh, see, I, I, I could keep going, but like you should do it. Well, I mean, Squ- you want to talk yeah. about... Let's talk about something important. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about Squarespace and its, its e-commerce stuff. Because this Ooh, is a big thing. You this can sell anything. Really, you your can time? sell stuff. I want yeah. to sell something. What are you selling? I don't care. Squarespace right is with Squarespace. If, imagine you're hanging out with Squarespace and you're like, yep. I want to sell something. Does it matter? And he's like, I don't care what you want to sell. It's your you store. You don't care. I don't care. I have all the tools you need to get your business off the ground. It's, by the way, it's your store is not the code. It's, you, it's your show. It's is your the show. Code. What if but it, it is your store. It it's Squarespace. Well, you, you, and, you and Squarespace. You know? What I think is like when we you We put the in, you in Squarespace. <laughs> They can have that. Oh my God, they can that's have awfully that. good. Right? We put the U. We put the U. There's no I in Squarespace. There's no I mm-hmm. in Squarespace. And we, we put the U in Squarespace. Yes, but there's an array. So you remember there's, that? Do you remember that ridiculous faux campaign in, was it like the 80s? Make seven up yours. <laughs> remember that one? Makes, oh, that's terrible. Make seven up. Yours? Make seven up yours? Oh, no, I, I understood the it? bit. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, make seven up yours. <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. a guy when I was in remember, your town, no, when no, I was no, in no, San Francisco, I saw a guy wearing a seven up yours t-shirt. No kidding. And then, of course, the Coca-Cola uh, company shot back with uh, Sprite, screw you. And nobody <laughs> liked that. <laughs> no one, they weren't on board for that. I like Lyman better with that with that actor. Remember Jeffrey, was thinking, Jeffrey Holder? My name is Lyman Zerga. That one? That lineman? I, oh, I, I remember the guy that was in uh, in that very racist James Bond movie. He also did the uh, the Sprite commercials. Remember with the lemon and lime? The lineman? oh yeah, with the white had a big white suit yes. on that he would wear. Yeah, yes, and yes, he was yes, like in the coffin. He'd come out of the coffin, jump coffin, and James Bond jumps across the alligators <laughs> or crocodiles, if you like. What happened to those films? So I don't you. know. The problem the, the problem is that you're out. Here's the here's what you need to know. When you go to Squarespace, yeah, it's their website, but their website makes your website, and like you do what you want with it. How you does put, a website make another website, Merlin? Well, it starts out when two content creators love each other very much. They have to be in love. <laughs> and then they make some content. Mm. Uh, or as I like to call it, stuff. And Squarespace lets you put your stuff up on the web the way you want it to look, the way you want it to work. They have wonderfully, to speak a little bit of uh, deep tech here, mm. they've wonderfully abstracted the process, the stack of mm. like, you've got your stuff, but like when you change the way it looks, it won't change your stuff. Like you don't have to worry about like, did I, did I close this break tag or whatever? Like it does all of that for you. 
and it's um, it's a delight. It's what I use for the Roderick on the Line podcast. It's where my personal sites are. They've been very good to me. Uh, and the e-commerce thing's crazy. They got all kinds of things. They got they got email stuff now. They got SEO stuff now. The store stuff is bananas. And I feel like I want to make sure people still know that it's really fun to use. It's fun. You never would have believed that maintaining quote unquote a website is this fun. It's it's a lot. It's a little bit of clicking, a little bit of dragging, and then Bob is literally your uncle. That's Squarespace. It's your show. <laughs> so, so they got to go to squarespace.com slash it's yes. your show. That's the URL to go to. Just going there will support the work that we do here. But when you're ready to sign up, whether that's a, a domain that you want, a website you're ready to launch, whatever it is, you're going to go to squarespace.com slash it's your show. You're going to use the promo code it's your show and you'll get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain or, or whatever else they come out with because people are listening to the show in the future. They may have come out with something new. Mm. I would say, I mean, they didn't tell us to say this, and I might be legally obligated to not say this, but Uh-oh. I think you can't afford not to do this. No, I mean, that's true. That's I'm my opinion. They, can, they, they can't have that because it's my opinion. Yeah. There are many like it, but this one is mine. That's the Squarespace Creed. Now, they can have that as well. You know, you have to, you have to name your website. Mine is named Charlene. <laughs> I like that. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. Uh, it helps our show. It will help you. It gets you out of the webmaster business, which is uh, exactly the kind of, kind of career move most of us could really use Absolutely. right now. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Back to Work and all the great shows. Ding. Oh, sorry. Jeez. Ha! Remembered all of that. Forgot that. <laughs> Go figure. Huh. 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 Mm. So, you? another thing here. <laughs> I, after, after we're done recording the show, Mm-hmm. There's something I'm going to tell you that I want to talk about on the show, but you'll understand where this. Am I next... in trouble? I mean, everything's you're supposed relative. to. You're supposed to tell me I'm not in trouble. Okay. Whoa, what's going on outside? Ooh, that sounds like a big truck. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, but Sorry. I'm gonna. There are certain things that I'm going to want to talk about mm. on the show that I'm going to want to. That I know we visited about before, and okay. I'm not ready to do it just yet. But one of them is. <laughs> Uh. light bulbs i'm just oh, not ready to yeah. i'm not ready to talk about it today it's oh, too soon i can, I can talk soon. about light bulbs all day uh-oh uh-oh Ooh. national weather service a flash flood warning is in effect for this area until 3 30 p.m do you need to like make for higher ground yeah we do hear it there is no higher ground here well so much for my dnd um <laughs> Um, I would happily talk about any of that light bulb, you know, lights in general have come a long way, Mm. you know, I recently bought some, uh, some plant lights for my plant. Dear God. What is that? I hear like static now. I, is it wind? I think this might uh, be it, Dan. (laughs) Is this the end? Yeah. 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 Tell the orchestra to queue up nearer my God to thee. I think this is it. We are going down. I want to talk about TVs again. Oh yeah, we we're like we're ones. coming. This is the circle of life. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a yearly or bi bi yearly, mm-hmm. duo yearly thing. But mm-hmm. uh, like I'm circling Cur- back. We're going to talk about TVs. We're going to talk about iPad keyboards. We're going to talk about light bulbs. I'm all yours. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is that now? <laughs> that's oh, what's barely a, left in my. That's your crushed ice. ice. It's not crushed ice, but it is machine ice. Do best Christmas, still the best Christmas present. Oh 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 oh. I just got pointed at, and hold on, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna tell you about. Should this. I be writing these? Jesus, should I be writing these down? No, no, no. I think no. that's a truck. No, no, no. I'm gonna put this in the, in the notes. Hang on. Okay. Um, cold brew coffee is not my main thing. <laughs> okay. 
but mm. I just added it to show notes. Okay. This is the instant cold brew electric coffee maker from the makers of instant pot. Quickly cold brew coffee. Customize your brew strength. Easy to use dishwasher safe glass pitcher brew up to 32 ounces. Okay. It's a hundred yeah. bucks. Okay. Why are you telling me about this again? Because this makes cold brew coffee. Oh. And it's from the instant pot company. We had instant pot, we had instant pot food last night and it was unbelievably good. It's great. It's stupid how good oh, it is. You would not believe what my wife made. When I heard about this, I thought there's no way this is going to be good. I wouldn't me. say I that. I need to know this. It, well, you wouldn't like it because it's got a lot of things I think you that are not in well, your... try me. I mean, I... Well, I mean, unless macaroni and cheese is paleo, here's the thing. You can so do macaroni do, and cheese, but I'm with a gluten-free noodle. This crazy-ass recipe, and it's for, like, it's not quite like a deconstructed mac and cheese, but, so basically what you do is you, personally, I don't saute in the Instant Pot. I think that's for suckers. I do it on, I've on the range top. I've heard of people doing that. That's So you turn yeah, it on. But that's part of the fun, I guess, is you do, like, camping. food around in the bottom of the Instant Pot? <sighs> no, thank you. Anyway, Grow up. so you brown, you, yes, you brown some pancetta which is the kind of <laughs> Italian bacon. You do that. And then what you do is uh, you put in stuff like milk, maybe over half and half and pasta. Yeah. And it cooks the pasta and all that goo. No cheese involved at this point. Okay. It cooks that goo for like six minutes. Then you get one minute of uh, automatic release and then you do a full manual release. I mean, <laughs> you got to yeah. do what you got to do, right? Yes. Make sure you tip well. Not that tip. Yeah. The point is, then you put in this, like, you slurry in this, like, cheese and stuff, and you mix it around, and then you brown some breadcrumbs separately. Holy crap, this was so good. It was more of a cheese sauce, but then it gets all macaroni-ish once it's on the pasta. It's yeah. really good. If you want the recipe, I'll find it for you. I bet it'd be a crowd pleaser with your kids. I, I want to do it. Send me the recipe. Oh, well, I've got a couple recipe, recipes. I'll find it. Listen, I'm going to tell you something else. Mm, yeah. You're on the air fryer kick, right? You're doing that. No. Hello? No. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, air oh, frying. Nick, I'm glad to hear that because... Uh, oh, I love to fry with air. Honestly, the air fryer thing, mm -hmm. I was very skeptical because... I keep I, meaning my, to get into it. We just don't have that many outlets. My approach to it was, this is going to replace a deep fryer. <laughs> Uh, and so when I, I immediately like, well, that's like you, thinking a hairdryer means like you use it on your clothes. Well, yeah. I mean, so like they have the what, same name, but well, I, I thought that's what it was for. And I tried to like do a fish fry in it. Didn't work. Yeah. Like this is stupid. But then mm. I realized that that's not what it is. Basically it's a convection oven. That's what mm -hmm. it is. And but it's like little, right? Usually they're smaller and they have mm -hmm. like a drawer that you put stuff into, but there uh -huh. are some, there are some really fun, easy, fast, I've heard great things. things that you make I've, I've seen some recipes before I found out that it was for a quote unquote air fryer or whatever that is. I would see a recipe sometimes and go, hmm, that seems like a, like really good. And, and, but people, it's one of the, isn't it one of those things like the George Foreman grill where, where people get super into it for a while? Like people who are air fryer people, they like, like get really into it, right? I have zero tolerance for people like that, but I you will never say, like that with the Instant Pot? Because we, we got an Instant Pot cookbook when we first got ours. No, I mean, Instant Pot's different because that's legit. Um, mm -hmm. Air frying oh, okay. is just another it's way to cook something faster. Mm -hmm. um, whereas Instant Pot is doing things that shouldn't be possible. It's, defi it's defying fit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, the, the thing we make the most in it is rice. Okay, and so what you do is, and it's like it's in it's. I love how impossibly dumb. The, it's not even a recipe. The method. So however much rice you want, 
doesn't matter how much, as long as it'll fit. Let's say you want two cups of rice. You put in two cups of rice. I like to rinse it first because that's how I roll. But you put in two cups of rice, then you put in the same amount of water, which in this case would be two cups. And then you put in your, your oil of choice and salt. And it's, it takes 12 minutes to cook, 10 minutes to sit there and steam, and 22 minutes. You know, I'm just saying, Dan, back in the day, rice, that's, that's like you might as well bake a potato. And now you've got it in 25 minutes, you're eating rice. Pretty impressive. Like now, I use a, a rice cooker. Mm -hmm. Well, we used to have one of the the the, the one everybody has. The one that's in, yeah, 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 fuzzy, yeah. Fuzzy mm -hmm. logic. Hi. Yes, absolutely. Those are good. Okay, so where were we? What? what um, oh, air fryers. Air fryers. So the thing about an air mm -hmm. fryer is it's it's essentially just a convection. That sounds oven. like a movie about monks on a plane. But you can you can put anything you want in this thing. It's just going to cook it faster and make the outside crispy. That's it. That's okay. all you got to know. Love it. Love but it. It would also so probably you, blow a fuse at our house, but that's okay. Yeah, you, it might. You can take, I mean, <laughs> even something as simple as like you take some potatoes, you cut mm -hmm. them up, you put some mm -hmm. seasoning on the cubes and you put it in there. Eight minutes later, you've got like a perfectly done, All right, amazing, fine. Put know, it little in things notes. like that. I'm not going to buy it, but put it in notes. Well, I'll have to find one. I just picked All one right, up well, like never I just mind. got a generic one. But you're sitting here, you're selling me on the air fryer, which I think would Any make our air house fryer, explode. They're all the same. Get a ninja, oh, a ninja air fryer. Fine, I'll put, one in the, I'll put one in there. Okay. All right. Ninja. All right. Ninja. Air fryer. Ninjago. Typing. I'm Typing. clicking. Yeah. I didn't put anything in notes. I did prepare though a few lines I'm not going to get to use it but i did prepare some lines Yolandi i quoted Ninja. robert burns here's a good one yeah look at that it's got forty-one thousand reviews it's 89 bucks it's mm. ninja i'm putting this in there this All is right. the one All right, i'm going i'm it's going it's a good starting point clicking i'm re okay you know you can, you can upgrade that but it's there uh -huh. go okay let me look hang on this is ninja af 101 air fryer the crisps roast reheats and dehydrates. <sighs> ninja af 101. I think that's what the youth say. Ninja AF. Ninja <laughs> AF 101 air fryer that crisps, roasts, reheats, and dehydrates for quick, easy meals, four quart capacity, and high gloss finish, black slash gray. Mm -hmm. $90 American. Huh. What kind, of, what kind of power does it draw? You know, I haven't really looked into that. Well, you don't need um, to worry about that because you live a, in a normal adult house. Right, like a house that wasn't, mm -hmm. you know. Built during yeah. the railroad times, or something. <laughs> carved out of a single. <laughs> I still piece I gotta of... tell you, I tell him that every time. I just told him that again. He, my son's fifteen now, and we were driving by, and I, I said again, I said, "Can, can you believe?" Because I'm what we're doing now is we're, we're um part of his Christmas gifts. Is my son is a is a legit foodie. Okay. So one of his Christmas gifts was for the whole month after Christmas. So we're halfway through it. Um. I'm going to take him to some of the best sort of foodie restaurants in Austin. And there's four of them that we're going to. So oh, that's to a two. wonderful project, Dan. I love that. And so we've got two more to go to. So one of them, we're driving down toward downtown. And uh, and we see the Capitol. I'm like, isn't the Capitol such a cool building? He's like, yeah, it's really cool. He's looking at it. And I said, it's still so hard for me to believe that they carved that out of a single just block of you know, of stone, that that whole building is a, a single block of stone that they carved. He's like, that, I, I know that's not how they did it. Hmm. I'm like, you know that. He's like, they he goes can't. like pre prefab, they brought it in parts. He's like, they can't, they couldn't have done it that way. They couldn't have done it that way. I'm like, there was a time, I don't did. mean to be racist, Dan, as you know, yeah. but there was a time when you could pick up Italians for pretty cheap. <laughs> if you wanted some good marble work, you just yeah. dangle some linguine and pretty soon you got a building. 
That's no good, boss. Um, so he's he's remarking on that. Well, can I ask? Oh, you probably shouldn't say, but you've gone to fancy places together. And, and yeah, you, and I'll tell. I mean, I'll tell you where a couple. Not necessarily fancy, just favorites. So there's okay. um, Daidu, highly recommended uh, mm. place to go if you if you like uh, exotic uh, foods and maybe meats that would be really good. They oh. do great meat stuff. They got <gasps> wagyu uh, stuff there. They've got the they. I think he got when we went there. He got like a the leg of a caribou or something like that something in Jeez, antelope oh, you got an antelope leg or something it was very good. watch while you ate it <laughs> nurse <laughs> nursing its wound <laughs> no it was fine um i mean those you know th- that's a great play i highly recommend that all if, right, if all people right. want to go to good places in austin you know hit me up i got i got the goods on it We're, but uh, i'm saving uchiko for last that's one of the best um uh, restaurants in okay. in Austin. It's amazing. is that like a like a sushi or yes. a mikase kind yes. of thing? Yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And oh, uh, need a mosquito. That sounds good. Then we're going to the next one that we're going to is um, a little a little odd duck is the name of the restaurant. Odd duck. Odd duck. So I'll go there next. Hmm, that sounds like a wonderful project. Um, okay. Uh, well, um, you know, a good eating to you. Thank you. I watched the menu. I thought it was okay. I saw I think it, it was two great. nights ago. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's a little silly, but but it was it was kind of fun. You don't yeah. you didn't think it was realistic? I thought Ralph Fiennes was good. He was very he was very uh, very uh, uh, kind of Voldemorty. Mm-hmm. I, I really imprinted on him from Grand Budapest. <laughs> you know, yeah. get your hands off my lobby boy. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch French Dispatch? Yes, I bought it, but I haven't watched the whole thing yet. I've watched a lot of videos about it. I will say this. Hmm. It is the most Wes Anderson That's of what Wes Anderson say. movies. And, and you, it think, is, you think you've gotten as Wes Anderson as you're going to get. And then you see that. And but see that. it was also my least favorite Wes Anderson movie. I, I get that. You like uh, Steve Zissou. Uh, less nowadays, I find... He used I, to quote it all the time in a, in a concerning way. I, I did. And he used to tell people you were right on the edge. And he used to upset me. I don't know me. what comes next. Mm-hmm. And I still feel that. Is that because he wants to go find the shark that ate his friend Esteban? Yeah, and I think the movie as itself is a is a. It's very sad. It's very sad. Oh, it's absolutely. A very sad but, movie. God, Owen Wilson is so good in that movie. That's his swan song, I would say. <laughs> is he dead? No, it is just his last good performance ever. I don't know. I think he's pretty great as the coach in Fantastic Mr. Fox. But that's not a, f- a true Can performance. You tell me you don't have whack bat where you're from. <laughs> that's Divide not up a... by nine, please. Yeah, <laughs> that's my uh, that's one of my all time favorite movies. Now, you you want to hear how it starts? Yes. Ready? Uh-huh. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. Wait, sorry, I'm not getting the key right. Mm, mm, mm. Boom, boom, boom. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. It starts like that with that with that song, the David Crockett song, mm-hmm. and he says she looks skittish. <laughs> Take the shortcut of the scenic route. <laughs> and these apples it's might be flick. fake. It's a good these movie. apples might be fake, but at least they have pictures of stars on them. George Beagles Clooney. Love, Beagles love blueberries. Um, 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 it, 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 I own that. Not, it sounds like a weird flex, but I, I own that on the Apple purchasing service. <laughs> nice. now, and as ever, the word extra. Hard to do that. Hard to buy that on there. Um, like, hmm. I mean, you should be... Well, the, the thing is, in the extras, there's a lot of good stuff. I, I have a b- little bit of a bone to pick sometimes with Apple, where it's like you just see the word extras, like out of convention, like they've mm-hmm. got play the movie extras, 
And then it's like, see other stuff that's not really related. And But like extras, oh my God, it's so crazy from movie to movie what you will find under there. And I think stuff like will appear more like over time. Like sometimes you go to extras and it's basically, remember the DVD photo galleries in the late 90s? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. But no, sometimes you'll have like, in the case of Edgar Wright movies, you'll have so many commentaries. In the case of... Ugh. Citizen Kane, you get the full commentary by Roger Ebert of Citizen Kane, which is so not to be missed. Um, if you get, get Fantastic Mr. Fox on the Apple Store and you click on Extras, you'll see a wonderful feature. Have you ever seen this? Like on how they how they recorded the voices, like in the field? No, you ever I notice, like, for example, that. there's one one scene like like are you pretty familiar with Mr. Fox? Yeah. The scene when, you know, Bandit Hat's 40% off. Um, makes me feel poor. We live in a hole. And, you know, um, Ash comes out with his socks tucked in. You know, he's um, different. <laughs> but you know that scene? You know how you know how George Clooney's voice sounds kind of like weird and like kind of far away at certain points? Because they, there's, I, I can't, I don't think this is a joke. I think this is real. You will see scenes of like George Clooney and, oh, the guy whose name's escaping me. Shoot. The guy who plays Mr. Kylie, like rolling around outside. Woohoo! Like when they're doing the like the heist and everything. They're actually outside rolling around and recording it outdoors. And it's a delightful feature. And George Clooney just seems like a really cool guy. He's willing to like roll around and do Fox voices. <laughs> let her dance, dance, let her dance. You guys, if you've never seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, would you trust me? And, Are there people who haven't this. seen this? The book, the book ends. The book is fine. It's not my favorite Roald Dahl book. I like the ones where he rails against Jews. But the um, the role, it's not my favorite Roald. So that's a joke. We don't like Roald Dahl because he's anti-Semitic. But the point is, um, that one ends with you know the raid and and getting his tail. But then then in the Wes Anderson averse, it's greatly extended. I would say Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of the great movies. I think it's delightful. And also, like, there's a book about it that we've got that's really good. The extra features, really good. Seeing how they did that miniature stuff. You know the scene, um, getting a little bit long in the tooth yourself. Where Willem Dafoe's the rat who mm-hmm. made his own badge. Mm-hmm. That scene was all the, uh, you know, apple juice, apple juice flood. All the apple cider. Barometric pressure overnight would change the level in those. So they had to, like do all this stuff to control climate when they were making the stop motion. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And especially the thing about like uh, how the animators wanted to have the human hand like show up. So like, that's the reason like that the fur blows around, like when they're talking and stuff. Right. Right. We, I think we talked about that once. It's so, oh, cool. it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, that's that. We don't have time now. I was going to say something about time boxing, but I think we're, are we out of time? What time is it now? Yeah. We're almost out of time. Aren't we? I'll get it next time. I'm prepared for it. Yeah, do it next time. You know what I can do, though, is I can give you a homework assignment. Now, I see. See, I prepared for this. I wrote 14 lines about this. Uh, I, well, I'll, show, I'll save it for next time. Now we we'll have sure? content next. Well, I'm not sure. But you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, put the arm on it. me Let's in a minute. It. Let's save it. Ah, oh, damn it! All right, time boxing. All right, next time. Next time we'll time box. It. All right. I don't know if we help people today. I mean, if you go see Fantastic Mr. Fox, you're going to be so happy. That'll help them. Christopherson. Christopherson. That kid's a natural. (laughs) That's good. Kenneth Lupus. Vulpus, Vulpus. (laughs) I feel like I'm losing my mind. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you good. doing in here? I feel like I'm losing my mind. Do you have the what whole thing memori- fully memorized? Ethan? I have it. I, I've seen that movie so many times. It's practically a default movie. It's practically a like if you can't decide. Like, it's just I think it's it's just so delightful. A default movie so meaning happy. you have a movie that if you can't figure out what to watch, you put yeah, that so on. Yeah, so like and when you have a little happy. kid, or like I don't know, there's all kinds of ways you could apply this. And one good example is you know you hear those or you remember like I okay here's one for me. Um, we had a cassette recorder, weird flex, but like in the late sixties, and whenever it was my nap time, I would listen to. Um, my mom would put on a cassette, a Sesame Street cassette. Uh, Sesame Street, which at that time was about two years old. Um, and, uh, and I would listen to that. So that was like the default audio. Maybe later you got yourself a VHS of Pinocchio and you're like a little kid wants to watch the same movie every day. Like that's the default movie, right? But I think like with us, default is usually applied to TV shows where we mm-hmm. have a default TV show. Okay. We're at a given time. There's a show that like all other things being equal, we'll probably end up watching this, which was recently, you know, Breaking Bad, but in previous ages, that's been Parks and Rec or Community sure. or really Veep. Now, I will just, I made a virtual channel in the app channels. So it just runs Veep in order all the way through. Do you know about virtual channels and channels? I know about that, but why don't you it's say amazing. No, it I'll is. save it for next time. Right. But um, yeah, I'll just jump into Veep anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere, anytime. Veep, Veep me. You know what I'm saying? I do. I love when Mike gets the Chinese baby, but she's six years old. I'm six. God, what a great line. Hey, Dan, I guess that's it. I got to go find out if I can. Now, do you think that was a th- thunder or a truck? We don't really get thunder here. Might have been a truck. I Did you hear the booms? I, I heard it quietly in the well, background. I'm going to go gently explore it All right. like, a, like a new lover. Um, and um, I'll let you know how it went. Yeah, I'm pleased to. I'll kiss Antel. I don't even need a reason. No, you don't Let's even button need this a up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin Man. Mm-hmm.